0: 11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode.
1: up everybody welcome back to the perfect soccer podcast today our special guest is o'neal fisher o'neal how's it going
2: good man just you know trying to stay fit through this time you know everything is going well so far no complaints
1: yeah for sure yeah and speaking of that like how are you continuing to train during this uh coronavirus
2: um so the team has a, a set schedule that I'm pretty much working with so I'm just doing those on a daily basis Um, and there's some modified ones which if you can't really get on a field or anything um, Mm -hmm. due to the fact that most fields and parks are closed right now so you could just do them on the street or in a parking lot or you know different you know areas
1: yeah yeah for sure Um, now let's go back in time a little bit how'd you get involved playing soccer
2: Um, I literally started at the age of 10 Uh, there was a coach Named by uh, Kenneth Anderson in my community that I I used to live, it was uh, Passage Fort. Um, He kind of introduced me to soccer. I I used to do track before um, I started, but once I started playing, I kind of drift away from track and focus on soccer more.
1: Gotcha. And yeah, going into your high school slash youth career, you played for like a club team, right?
2: Yeah, I played for Passage Fort. That was my first team. I played there. I played with my parish, which is, uh, you know, we have 14 parishes in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And I represented my parish, which is St. Catherine. I played that with U13s. And then I um, played high school, moved on from high school to Arborview. Played there for a little bit for Arborview Football Club. So, yeah, I mean, I played for a few teams. Coming up in the youth stages, you know, it was pretty good, Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then how did you uh, make your way to America moving from Jamaica?
2: So um, I got scouted from high school. Our high school team was pretty good. We won a decent amount of times. at was a high school league, and I did pretty good playing in high school. So um, I was playing center back at the time, too, playing in high school. I was a center back. As a small center back, like, uh, I was doing great, and everybody, you know, saw that. So I, I got an offer to Tyler Junior College in texas and that's how that all started all that movement started um i ended up leaving and going to tyler junior college in 2011 Mm -hmm. and um i was there for two years played there for two years won a championship there and then i moved on from there to new mexico and um from new mexico to seattle seattle to dc
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, you were at the junior college so how, how did you get recruited to new mexico
2: so um, I was doing fairly well at uh, my junior college, being one of the main guys on the team. Yeah. I guess they uh, saw me, and, and it was pretty much interesting getting me to New Mexico. So um, I went on a visit there, and then that was it. Um, the visit that I went on pretty much um, hit it home for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going there, did two years, and then got drafted.
1: Yeah, then going back. Like moving from Jamaica to America, were you in like any like culture shock or was it like pretty, pretty smooth transition?
2: It was pretty smooth because before that I used to uh, travel because I have family uh, that live in the United States. So I used to travel when I was younger, back and forth, you know, holidays, summertime. So it wasn't bad. But being on my own, that was the, the toughest part. At the time, I was like probably like 17, turning 18. Being on my own at that age, um, I didn't really had to uh, kind of you know, adapt to the situation. The first two months, I was pretty homesick, mm-hmm. and I used to call my moms every day. Like, I need, I need to come home. You need to buy me a ticket to come home,
1: you
2: know. <laughs> yeah. And she, she asked me one question. She said, "What you gonna do when you come home?" And I said, "I don't know. Like, I just want to be home. Like, I'm, you know, I'm here alone. Like, you know, going to school." playing soccer soccer is like F- when i got there at first it was like a boot camp man like i couldn't even there was no soccer being played it was the running and all that stuff was just getting to me i was like i've never done this much running before that's why i, I stopped doing um track in the first place for, for this pointless, pointless running i feel like you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: and she was like all right when you figure out what you want to do you call me back <laughs> i was like wow like that's crazy So I called her for, like, a whole two weeks straight. She didn't answer her phone. I was like, all right, I guess that means you got to stay where you at, you know? So I kind of had to figure out how to, you know, get around and, you know, get used to stuff and and, and adapt to my environment. And that's what I had to do. And then a month later, she started calling me saying, hey, how you didn't call me? (laughs) And I'm like, what you mean? So oh, I don't call. I used to call you every day. Yeah, answered, but now, <laughs> and now I don't call you. It's 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 a problem. <laughs> and then you know um, that kind of you know summed up where like I just had to like push through you know whatever I was going through you know and figure it out on my own with, with no advice nothing of that you know. So I had to you know be a man basically grow up on my own you know.
1: Yeah, she gave you that tough love.
2: Yeah, that tough love was there. So. Yeah, you know, that was good that was definitely something that hit it home as well for me you know like, yeah. like it's not always going to be pretty it's not always going to be easy or the way you want it you have to you know you have to work hard and and, and do what's necessary to get where you want to be
1: yeah definitely and what was your overall experience like at uh new mexico
2: uh it was good i mean as a it was a top d1 school um we went to the final four one year and then um We had a pretty good run the year after that as well. So, I mean, the experience was good. The campus was good. People was good. Coaches, phenomenal. You know, Uh, even up to today, like, I still talk to all my coaches from Tyler to New Mexico to, you know, from where it all started. So the experience at New Mexico was pretty good.
1: And then what about, was there a time when you were playing college soccer that, like, you knew you could go pro? Well,
2: uh, yes. There were times that I, I... I was like, yeah, I could go pro from, the, especially the year when we went to the Final Four, I was balling out. Mm-hmm. And the year after that, it was up and down, you know. More up than down, though. But, you know, in that year, I was, you know, kind of thinking to myself, like, man, like, you know what, if I don't make it in pro, at least I got, you know, a free education, you know what I mean? So I I kind of just did what I had to do, you know, paid my part, control what I have control over, which was going out on the field, you know, doing what I was supposed to do, you know, making sure I put in the work necessary and and just focus on school as well. So in case one doesn't work out, then I have the other to to rely on. And that was kind of the case. You know, even when I got drafted, I didn't even know, like, the day of the draft, I didn't even know I I got drafted. I was in class. Literally the first day of class, like two minutes into the class, I sat down and uh, everybody was, you know, introducing themselves and saying a little, you know, other thing about themselves, and, and my phone started vibrating in class, and I was like, what, "What's going on?" You know, I couldn't figure out why my phone—my phone never vibrates as much. <laughs> so I thought it was—I thought it was ringing, but when I took my phone out, there was like sixty or seventy messages on my phone, uh, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. It's like, "Congrats, you—you you deserve it," and all that stuff. And I was like, "What is that? Like, congrats for what?" So at the same time, my phone started ringing, so I kind of stepped
1: out of class and answered the phone because I wanted to know what was happening, you know? Yeah.
2: And from a, a Seattle call, um, the assistant coach at the time, Hezra Hendricks, he played in MLS as well and all that stuff. And he he, he said,
1: uh, congrats, big man. Um, welcome to Seattle. And I was like, what?
2: Welcome to Seattle? What do you mean? <laughs> you know? And uh, I literally, like, I was stoked. You know, I was in shock as well. You know, I was happy. I didn't know, like, my emotions were all over the place. I didn't know how to feel. You know, and and I I went back in the class and I I didn't even, I couldn't even stay in the class. That's how, like, I couldn't couldn't focus. So I literally, like, put my books in my bag and just walked out. Teacher didn't even know my name. Nobody knows my name. (laughs) I just, I literally walked out of the class and I live, like, probably 15 to 20 minutes from um, the campus. I literally called my mom and I walked home, talking to my mom, crying on the phone, like, man, like, you know, like. I did a lot of work. I put in the work that, you know, yeah. I needed to. And, and now I got a chance to, you know, at least go showcase my talent, you know, to these coaches and at a higher level because I knew at the time, like, you, yeah, you got drafted, but you didn't have a contract. You know what I mean? Like, you haven't signed a contract or nothing yet. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just that moment. I was, I was happy about that moment, you know? And then I know, I knew that, you know, I had to come, go to Seattle and, you know, work even twice as hard, you know? So, yeah, man, it was it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, de- yeah, definitely. I mean, well, first of all, why? Re- <laughs> if you knew it was draft day, why did you go to class?
2: Because I, that's to show you, like, I, I, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really have it on my mind. Like, all right, it's draft day, and I, I already told myself if I get drafted, I get drafted. If I don't get drafted, then you know, because I, I went to the draft and I did my thing. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I met with a lot of teams. You know, I met with like probably like. Half the teams Or more than half of the teams
1: yeah.
2: But I just didn't Because they didn't really Invite me to the combine itself. I was like Alright Probably that means something Because I didn't know How the process works yeah. You know So I, I was just like Yeah probably that means Like I'm not gonna get You know Drafted or anything So I was back in my college I didn't even Was paying any attention To whatever was going on And bam You got drafted You know It was just all like Shock You know yeah. So yeah. I was just I was just focused on school at that point. Like, all right, I guess it not work. It's ain't it's ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work at all. So I just you know I can focus on school now. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's yeah. Cra- I mean that's that's a crazy draft story. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, what, what about what was your MLS debut like?
2: Well, my debut was I played in uh, we played against Dallas in in Dallas. That was my debut. Um, I went in for like the last 10 minutes, I think.
1: It was pretty, it, I, I, I enjoyed that 10 minutes that I got, you know.
2: Yeah. And especially because um, the coach, Ziggy, it was Ziggy at the time. He just put me in and said, hey, just enjoy it and, you know, do your thing. You know, you're here for a reason, just do your thing, you know what I mean? So once he said that to me, that kind of gave me the green light to be like, all right, just, you know, be free, enjoy yourself, you know, like, be you, you know, and I literally had a lot of fun playing my first game, which after that game, I was like, wow, like I really, I really played my first professional game, you know, looking from the journey all the way up to there, it was just, you know, it was, I was really stoked about the whole, like the whole scene and the whole setup of what happened and how it played out, you know, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think Seattle's like the farthest state from like all the teams. Like, I think they travel the most. So, what was like traveling like?
2: Traveling was man, it was a headache, especially when we going to the East Coast. Yeah. That was a headache. I I didn't like that travel, but anything on that side of town, I I would, you know, because it's a quick flight once you're on that side of town. But once we're going out, it was a it was a headache each time we had to travel because we were traveling like. To the East Coast, especially like coming to DC, was a tough one, you know. Especially like three, what, four or five hours of, of traveling, flight time,
1: yeah.
2: but the whole day traveling, you know what I mean? Because you had to get to the airport early in the morning and all that stuff to, to get here on time, you know. But it was a headache. Um, I didn't really like it. Um, but I love Seattle I can yeah. say that for sure it was a nice city and I enjoyed every moment there you know that's always like you know Seattle is always going to have you know peace in my heart yeah. you know so that's never going to change but you know, you know that's where it all started professionally yeah so
1: yeah for sure yeah, yeah I always hear good things about uh, Seattle as an actual city
2: yeah it's a good city man but the only thing I don't really like is the rain the rain yeah. <laughs> but Everything
0: else, on point. I love it. I love it there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players? Well, how would you like to work with professional players one-on-one? Now you can, with Be Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today.
1: So, you played in Seattle for three seasons. Uh, you got traded to DC United in, uh, ahead of the 2018 season. What was that like to get traded? Uh, like, what were your emotions?
2: Um, I was pretty sad about the whole situation. But at the same time, I was kind of, you know, it was half and half. Yeah. I was, you know, happy that um, I get to somebody else, a different coach, get to see me, you know, and, and see what I could do. You know, because it's always different. Like, you know, every coach has a different eye for, you know, for the game. You know, Mm -hmm. every coach sees something different. So um, I kind of, uh, I was happy. And at the same time, I was sad because, you know, leaving somewhere as special as as Seattle, you know, I had to, you know, think long and hard about leaving there. So when I came to D.C., I kind of had to find myself. And, you know, I wanted, I just wanted a new opportunity, you know. So I, I had to, you know figure something out to to get that opportunity and, and the best decision for me was to leave and find a new beginning.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um and then yeah, going into the two thousand eighteen season, um, you had a huge knee injury, um, and then you just came back recently. What was your like motivation throughout the process of recovering? Um
2: you know, a lot of things. It's it's my mom, my great grandma, my little son that I had on the way. You know, my girlfriend and people that been pushing me throughout the whole process, you know, I can't really name everybody or say, but yeah. everybody know, you know, who they are, who is there to support me and all that stuff, which, you know, without them, you know, I, I, I don't think I would be able to do it, you know. And without, you know, prayers and, you know, every day and just you know being, having faith and patient with the whole process, you know, without that, I couldn't really get to where I am right now.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh yeah. Actually take me to your first goal too.
2: Oh my first goal. Hey. Yeah, well, pretty pretty much uh that moment was special for me because, you know, my first goal, I didn't even know how to celebrate <laughs> to be honest. I haven't scored a goal. I haven't scored a goal since college. So I was, you know, I didn't even know what to do. I just ran out. But I mean, the whole setup, the whole play, it was was pretty nice. Uh Lucho uh set me up real, real nice in the box and I just Pass it in the goal kind of, you know, side of my foot. And I mean, I didn't, man, I was, I didn't even know, even in my interview, like I didn't even, you know, know what to say on I was like, yeah, like, I mean, it was just a good goal, good pass. You know, the whole play was pretty good, but I was so stoked. I couldn't even show it. On the field, <laughs> like in my head, I was like, "Man, you just scored!" Like I couldn't, I couldn't get it out of my head for the rest of the game. Like you really scored. Yeah, <laughs> that's how long it's been. Like that's how long it's been. So I was just, like, you know, happy about the whole situation. You know, even even um some of my teammates were giving me a uh, a hard time. Like, oh, hey, he scored, go e know how to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, right, yeah, whatever, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty. It was nice, man. man. That was a good goal, too, you know? So.
1: Yeah. and uh
2: all natural in that position.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, how did it feel to return from your injury uh versus inner Miami?
2: I mean, just just going through the whole process of, you know, the injury and, you know, what it takes, the tears, sweat, the sweat, the headaches, you know, sleepless night, you know, all that stuff. It, it was pretty, like, for me, I felt great, but at the same time, the emotions that were going through my body was just, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't even explain. It. Like, I had, like, after the game was where I let it all out. Like, I just, like, kneeled down on the field and I let it out because, like, I know, like, what I went through and the whole process and all, that, like, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy at all. And I felt like, at some point, like, I felt like my career, like, probably, like, basically died, you know, like, yeah. you know, died and came back, you know what I mean? Like, resurrection, you know what I mean? So, pretty much, like, I, I didn't know how to feel. Like, I was just super emotional about the whole process. You, you know, for basically 18 months, you play your first professional game back, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't really explain that, you know. It was yeah. just too, it was a whole lot to handle. And
1: up to today, I still, like, I still don't know, like, man, like, how you got through that, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: But, you know, I mean, most of the times, like, you get put into certain situations, um, that helps to build correct that helps to build you you know help to show you that you might not be in the worst situation ever like you might think you're in the worst situation because the whole time I thought like oh, yeah like you know I didn't say really why me but like I'm like I'm like I, I don't wish this on anybody you know like I would't yeah. wish this on anybody who's hating on me or my worst enemy or what you know because of what I'm going through like I don't think like a lot of people would have recovered from this like if you're not like, mentally tough you know i mean like i used to remember quincy always saying oh mental strength mental strength you know that also played a big part you know because there's a lot of times i was in the locker room and stuff and you know quincy always like just just be strong mentally man you know you you get over it you'll be fine just keep pushing all that stuff and that literally helped as well you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah the feeling was just you know a whole lot of different feeling i i Like, I couldn't really tell. Like, I just had to, you know, show Like, I could only show it what I felt like. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I also forgot to ask you, um, what was it like to win the MLS Cup in 2016?
2: That's the biggest, probably the biggest memory, I would say, of of my career, I think. Like, that's, like, an unforgettable one. So it was pretty sweet winning the championship especially in Toronto where it was, I think it was negative 20 something. Um, I don't even remember. It was cold. (laughs) I couldn't feel my toes, ears, (laughs) nothing fingers, you know, but when we, when we won, man, I don't even remember that I was cold. I was just running all over the place, you know, enjoying that moment because you never know if we're going to ever, you know, get back to that, you know, that spot right there. But then 2017, we did go back to, uh, the finals but we ended up losing the finals but I mean it was it was sweet man I I, I've won a lot of championships but that
1: one was special Mm -hmm. you know that one was different being in a professional
2: environment winning a championship and knowing that you played a part in that as well it was good
1: and then your international career what what does it mean to you to wear Jamaica across your chest
2: Uh, I think every player would love to represent their uh, country, you know, and for me to represent my country and and wear that badge is, it's an honor, you know, because a lot of people don't get the chance to do that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the pride that you have, you have to just, you know, let it all out. Once you got there, you know, you're playing for not just you, you know, you're playing for a whole nation, you know what I mean? So, whenever I'm wearing, you know, the national team jersey jamaica with jamaica crest on it you know it's, it's just all or nothing yeah for me you know not even just for jamaica but you know even when i'm playing with dc it's all or nothing for me once i step foot on the field it's all or nothing but you know for a national team which is your your country where you were born and raised it's just that much more of respect you know the level that you put into it and the, and the work that you, you you really go out there and give it means much more. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Are you ready for the five Quincy questions? Yeah. What's the most important skill or quality that you feel has helped you the most to be successful as a pro? Um,
2: just, I think just paying attention. Uh, attention to details. Um, you know, listen. Because every day you learn something new, mm-hmm.
1: you know
2: if you're not open-minded to learning and, and getting better, then it's going to be tough. So for me, I think, you know, those are pretty important, um, being in a professional environment and, and to be successful as well. You know,
1: uh, what's the biggest mistake you think pro players are making?
2: Biggest mistake. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs>
1: So you got you your thinking cap on for the Quincy question.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I, don't, I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, I think for most players, we just need to uh focus on our craft, you know? Just focus on what we we really want to do, what we want to be remembered as and um our legacy, you know, how we want to leave a mark in this league or you know, how far can we go? And I feel like a lot of a lot of players don't really um take on to that and and make sure they they further their craft, you know, and also learning about the league itself, you know. You have to yeah. you have to know what's going on in the league, you know, being in the league, you know what I mean? Um, from contracts to, you know, all, all that other stuff that's going on, CBA stuff, all that, you know, you have to know the ins and out of of all that stuff too, because it's important as a player to know all of that. Do your homework, basically. I'm Mm -hmm. saying do your homework. I feel like a lot of us don't really do our homework and do our research on what's going on and and that can affect us as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially with the CBA. I know uh, like the NFL it came out like, I think like 300 of the guys didn't even vote. So obviously that makes them look bad.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, what advice would you give to a young player trying to make a pro league?
2: Just... Focus on what you want. And if you want to go to school, if you want to become a doctor, if you want to become a lawyer, you know, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. It's not just soccer. I'm just speaking Mm -hmm. in general for life itself. In Mm -hmm. anything you're doing, you have to have a passion for that. You know, you have to have a passion for what you want to do. You know, then you have to love what you want to do, you know, and you have to do what you, you love, you know. So all those play a big role in where you go. And as aspiring young players that want to become professional, you have to take those with you. You know, you have to be dedicated. You know, you have to work hard. You have to drive yourself each day. You have to have the will to get up and do what's necessary to make, make it to even get a chance to play. So if you have the willpower, you have the dedication, the hard work, you know, nothing beat those, you know what I mean? And and just the love and the passion that you have for, what you're doing, you know, once you imply those, then I don't think there's anything that will stop you, you know, and you have to make sure you're practicing on a regular, do reps. Repetition plays a big role as well. Uh, You can't just say you want something, but don't do what's necessary to get it or put yourself in a situation
1: to get there. You know, I think those, those would probably be my, my, my answers. Yeah, those are good. Last Quincy question. What's something you would move forward with if you weren't scared of the outcome? (laughs)
2: A lot of things. I don't even know which one to say. Um, Probably a business adventure.
1: Probably
2: some business something. You because I I don't really, I don't, I know that having a business is good, but the type of business, you know, is what you're going to make the business about or what you want to get into. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes I want to start a business, but sometimes I'm scared because of oh, what the outcome would be you know i don't i don't, I don't know business major or anything i am but i'm business minded like mm-hmm. i want to do something in business but i just don't know where to start or where to turn which that's that's just me i got to do my research and get to you know a lot of people that i can you know my resources use my resources but i think business for sure
1: yeah that'd be cool uh you ready for some fun questions or off the pitch questions yeah uh who's one player you want to do a jersey exchange with that you haven't yet
2: jersey exchange danny Alves.
1: all right what do you like to do in your downtime
2: uh stay at home relax sometimes go shopping or you know just play video games
1: yeah what do you like to play
2: i play fifa all
1: right who do you who who do you, you use yourself
2: No, no, I don't (laughs)
1: myself.
2: (laughs) I use um, Juventus or uh, Man United.
1: What's your uh, favorite Jamaican food and what's your favorite American food?
2: Favorite Jamaican food would be ackee and saltfish. Okay. And then in America, my favorite food... Oof. I still I still be eating Jamaican food though. I don't <laughs> not really eat that much American food. I mean I I probably go to five guys sometimes, but that's about it. Or uh and pizza. All
1: right.
2: Yeah.
1: And last one, if you weren't a soccer player, what do you think you'd be doing?
2: Owning a business. <laughs>
1: All right. What kind of business though?
2: <laughs> that's <what I'm> <laughs> something. That I don't know. I'll probably be so in some business. I'm i, I do not know. If I had to make that decision right away, I'd probably, you know would have something, you know, but I was thinking about owning a
1: car wash. Okay. You know, and also, um, it's
2: like, a, a little clothing line or something, but yeah. the car wash is probably
1: number one that yeah. I would want,
2: you know, Yeah. But heard... that would be, that would be back in Jamaica, though.
1: All right, the car wash in Jamaica? Yeah. I heard, I heard car washes are actually good, like, yeah, profitable. Yeah,
2: it is. and And also, yeah, I have another one. I want to do an indoor multi-purpose place.
1: Okay, yeah, definitely. in
2: Jamaica because there's there are no car washes and there are no uh, there are car wash but no drive-through car wash I should say and yeah. there there's no really indoor facilities there. So if I if I could have one of those, then I'll be straight. I guess.
1: There we go. We fit. We figured it out while we we're on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you on social media?
2: At O'Neill Fisher Jr. 199X Instagram. The same for my
0: Twitter page. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.